Welcome to the Sunday Monday Show, a podcast about being bold in faith, work, and life. I'm your host, Jane Kennedy. Let's get down to business. Hello and welcome to the Sunday Monday Show and our very special series on the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Over the next nine weeks, I will be sharing nine episodes with you on individual fruit of the Holy Spirit, which include love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. For each of these fruit, I reached out to a friend who I feel like lives this fruit beautifully in their life, and we had a conversation about it. We talked about the um, the fruit of that Holy Spirit. We talked about the challenges. We talked about um, living this in a world where it can be so hard to live these virtues. Um, and we also talked about living it in our particular state of life. So some of these friends are married. Some of them have young kids. Some of them are single. Many of them work in some way. And I'm just so excited to share their stories with you because truly, I have been so inspired by these conversations. I think they're some of the best we've ever had on the Sunday Monday show, and I cannot wait to share them with you. So without any further ado, welcome to our Fruit of the Spirit series, and let's get started. Emily, thank you so much for coming back to the podcast. Yeah. I'm so happy to have you. Thanks for having me, Jane. It's definitely such a delight to see you and just to yeah, catch up with you and all the good things. Always. I know we were just talking about how I feel like we go a decent amount of time without seeing each other. And then your face popped up and I was like, Hey girl. And I was <laughs> like, back to Kaje, like having our coffee and <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The mm-hmm. best of moments, the best of times. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm so excited to have you here to talk about goodness, which is our, the next fruit of the spirit in this, um, series we've been doing on the podcast. But before we do that, um, I would love if you could just briefly introduce yourself so people kind of have an idea of of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So yeah, my name is Emily. I am from California. I went to college with Jane, uh, UCSB, Go Gauchos. Uh, And then after college, I was a missionary at Christ in the City for uh, a couple of years and uh, I'm staying out in Colorado right now. I'm currently a medical assistant at a Catholic nonprofit um, medical center. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm in school, just trying to honestly figure out life post missionary wife still. But yeah, that's a little summary of my life right now. I recently just got married too. A wonderful man named Eric this past month. So yeah, that's my life in a nutshell right now. So much to celebrate. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone I keep talking to is in the midst of some sort of transition. And mm-hmm. it's just like it's such a good reminder that like transitions never end. <laughs> like there's oh, always <laughs> another you always I feel often like I'm like, oh gosh, if I just like hit this thing or like reach this thing, then I'll like everything will be chill. And it's like that's not really how life works. Yeah. There's always <laughs> a transition and a change and um mm-hmm. Which yeah, is the only great. constant thing in life is change. <laughs> oh my gosh, preach. Yeah, it's true. Uh-huh. It's true. There's so much change. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Well, I would love to kind of just start get started by talking about this virtue of of goodness and this fruit of goodness. Um, like in thinking about it, like how would you kind of define goodness? Um, and how do you think maybe you like to def- would choose it in your daily life? Yeah. So I actually had a phone a friend for this. <laughs> I, it's a I hard one to think it about. Is, yeah. Cause it's just the word good. You're like, how do you even describe the, the word good? 
let alone mm-hmm. like the fruit of goodness. Mm-hmm. And so the way that a, a really good friend um, who I did Christ in the City with um, explained it to me was just like how fruit is a delightful to taste um, and how like each time we like, he used the example of patience of like every time we act upon patience um, and if you like feel a consolation, like that's like a fruit of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And so um, just like that goodness is not necessarily an adjective, but an action. And so when, mm-hmm. yeah, I when I, that. yeah. And so like goodness and action and feeling consolation, like whether it's like, yeah. So like following the commandments um, and feeling joy and delight and following the commandments of the Lord is the fruit of the spirit, the fruit mm-hmm. of goodness. Um, so that's how it was explained to me. And I think, cause I was like, I was searching it and I was like, everything online is just so confusing to me, but then like, yeah, just having it explained in such simple terms was just really, really helpful. Um, and then what was your second question, Jane? How do so I, so then, so now that we've kind of defined it, like, how do you, how do you feel like you live that in your life or choose it maybe? Cause it feels like you're saying it's an action, which I agree with. So like, in what ways do you feel like you choose that action? Yeah. I think again, just like, that's a great question. And I'm just thinking about like in the little ways, because like post-missionary life, like missionary life, you just like see like these grand gestures of like, whether like you're a focused missionary, Christ and city missionary, it's just very tangible and like how you live goodness, but then in the workforce, like how do you live goodness each day? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been like, I've been trying to like give that to the Lord. Um, but in the little ways, like, as I said, I'm a medical assistant. And so just taking patients back, doing their intake, just trying my best to like meet them in patience and, um, just seeing them and knowing them and loving them. Like one little way is like, I'm doing their vital signs as I'm like getting their blood pressure. Like I am saying Hail Mary for them, um, in my head. So like, I don't know. This is just like little ways or like yesterday I was, um, going home from work and it's, it's a decent commute, but Eric also has a decent commute too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I do 10 hour shifts. And I asked him, mm-hmm. he's like, what do you want to do for dinner? And he's like, how about, he's like, I don't feel like cooking. He's like, I don't feel like cooking. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> he ordered Panera online. I was like, in my head, I was just like, oh, it'd be so nice if he just like went to pick it up. And then I was like, no, like just like choosing the other person. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I can pick it up. And that's not a big thing at all. Cause it's literally on the way to the house. And he's like already home. <laughs> I don't know. Just like choosing little ways to love people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that, yeah, I, I totally think that there is a sense of like, um, it's almost, it feels a little bit like a sense of fortitude because oftentimes like you can do, I think, I think there's a temptation sometimes to get away with the bare minimum of like, well, mm-hmm. I've done the thing I'm supposed to do or like at work, like I did the project, like I was a little grumpy yeah. about it, but I did it. And it's like, well, if you're choosing, choosing the good, then you're able to see that there, you know, is a benefit to going the extra mile and extending that goodness to someone in some sort of sacrifice or act of fortitude, um, bears a lot of fruit, Right. Mm-hmm. for that other person sort of but also for for us like making mm-hmm. those sacrifices and choosing that um is a benefit to us and ultimately 
allows us to grow. Yeah. Um, Let me tell you, like, I am such a, I'm a person of like, what is the bare minimum I can do? And so mm-hmm. I just think it's pretty ironic that I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast, well, but <laughs> I said this before, like you are not the only one, almost every person I asked for the, for this series said that to me at some point, they're like, this is really me like this <laughs> virtue. And I, I was praying about it. And I think the reason is that because I, I see this fruit in your life. I think that the Lord, when he, when there is a gift in our lives, like of a certain grace or virtue, like we want to grow in that because it's all, it's already kind of planted as a seed. Right. And so mm-hmm. for us, we see ourselves like, especially someone who's like patient, um, like it's like, you see yourself as like, there's so much for me to grow in, but for, for someone on the outside, they're like, you've already like, you are, you are embodying this so beautifully. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Like there's yeah. kind of like a deeper awareness of that virtue mm-hmm. because you, you desire it because you want to grow in it and you've seen the Lord work in that. I don't know if this is making sense, but no, this is it like, does. it's funny. I've had it this does. conversation with everyone where they're like, That's what? funny. <laughs> people listening are like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, but, but I totally see goodness in you. And I think that, um, another way I would kind of define it or look at it is like, I think that there are so many, um, traps in our lives to fall into, you know, I don't want to say despair, but like, like gossip and like kind of like lower levels of conversation and entertainment. And, um, and I think that, you know, thinking about good is like choosing the true good and beautiful and Mm. thinking in my daily life. And like, I try each week to kind of do a reflection and be like, okay, like, did I make a choice for the true good and beautiful this week? Or was, or did Mm. I just like descend into lying around and watching whatever TV show was on because I was feeling, you know, a little lazy here. Um, and, and thinking about that, like goodness, I think it sounds so passive, but I totally agree with you that it is. And with your friend, like it is an action, like it takes action to choose the good because I think we are naturally sinful, like fallen people. (laughs) And like, we don't necessarily, Mm -hmm. it's not always the easiest to choose the the better thing or the good thing. Um, when there's lower hanging fruit, you know, no pun intended, but Mm. But a, that was a great pun, <laughs> it was, so but no, yeah, that I like that a lot. Just choosing that you're good and beautiful and yeah, I don't know. There's like so much to talk about there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so good. Um, so kind of speaking of that, going off of that, really, like how are some ways that you find yourself maybe struggling to live goodness? Um, and like, how do you combat that? Mm. Gosh, when I was like reflecting upon this question, like the first thing that like immediately came to my head is just like recognizing my own goodness. Um, And that's like, that's a real struggle. I think, I think almost every person can struggle with, Um, but like combating it, I think one, like just like sharing and vulnerability with others of like, hey, like this is like someone that you trust, right? Like not like just a random lady at the grocery store, but like someone that you trust, know, and love, and you know, that they love and see you for who you truly are. And just sharing like, um, yeah, like, I'm just thinking of Eric right now, my husband. And like, let's say like we get in a fight or if like, I just like do something that wasn't good in general. Um, like if I do something that just hurts him, whether that's intentionally or unintentionally, and then I get in this like habit of like, therefore I'm not good. Um, Mm. and just like really struggling with that. And, um, 
just Eric like in sharing in that like after like we we hash things out um and just like hey like I am struggling with like knowing my own worth and goodness and just like allowing someone that I just really trust um to be with me in that and to almost help me like reconcile my goodness too like I made I made in the image and likeness of God even though I've chose something that was not good um and just yeah so that's that's something that I've been working on and just like sharing vulnerability with others um that in areas that I need to grow in my goodness but then also in areas or just like just accepting that I'm good regardless too oh my gosh it's this is yeah this is absolutely resonating because something I've been struggling with recently is kind of this, the identity lie trap of, Mm -hmm. I did something that I'm not proud of. And then I begin to believe the identity that I'm the kind of person who like, like lets someone down, or I'm Mm -hmm. the kind of person who, you know, unintentionally like says something hurtful or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and it, those identity lies really start to fester until exactly what you said, you bring it into the light. And I think that's been so powerful for me to like, when I feel like I've done something that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so ashamed that I acted this way. That was like so mm-hmm. selfish and not okay. Um, going to that person and apologizing and allowing them to give me forgiveness. And also usually they're like, oh, it like wasn't a big deal. Thanks mm-hmm. for apologizing. But like, it was fine. Whereas for me, I've spent like four days being like, oh my gosh, like I'm the worst yeah, person like to ever live. courage to like actually apologize. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also, it's kind of like that resistance to going to confession, right? Where you're like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And then you go and you're like, Oh, this is like, sometimes I think that's like a fruit of goodness too. Like the goodness of the spirit too. just like going to confession, like asking for forgiveness and then like, yeah, the consolation receiving afterwards, like in humility, I think humility is such a big part of goodness too. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's so interesting because now that we're kind of like unpacking it, there's like the active courageous part of goodness. Mm -hmm. Then there's the fortitude part of goodness, which is maintaining that strength and kind of running the race to the finish line. Um, And then the humility side of goodness, right? Which is that we, you have to be aware, I think of your faults in order to recognize the places to pursue goodness. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to develop a new definition of goodness. I think, podcast. yeah, I think by the end of it, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to understand it. Um, cause the rest of the, the rest of the fruits you're pretty, are pretty like self-explanatory, but yeah. this one I think is it's challenging. It's really challenging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially um, since like, we just use good so nonchalantly, like how was mm-hmm. your day? Like, Oh, it's good. Like, and so I think just to like use it in like context of like this sacred fruit of the Holy spirit. It's just like, no, it's not, it's not just like how we use the word good. It's, it's so much deeper than that. And so I think just to unpack like a word that we use so simply, yeah, is challenging. And that just reminded me of thinking about and praying about recently, like this idea of like, God is all good and all loving. Mm. And I've just been so just like steeped in that of just like, he's all good. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I'm drawing that connection between we were talking about yeah. goodness. But when I think of God as all good, I think of him as a God who provides and loves mm-hmm. and like wants the very best for his children. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean it's a comfortable experience. It doesn't mean there's no pain involved. But like ultimately, like that question I ask myself all the time is like, do I believe that God is good? Because if I believe that yeah. God is good, then I can trust him. 
Yeah. And, and that's like trusting yeah. in his actions too. Oh my gosh. This is good. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's the action <laughs> like, of it. Like, I think, yeah, like we can't look at this word as an adjective. Like it has to be action or else like, it's not going to make any sense mm-hmm. as a, as a fruit. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Like when so I was so thinking good. like God is good. I was thinking of God is merciful. Like God is providential, but it was like, okay, well, how do we know those things? I know those like through the salvation history, his like actions in it, or like just in like in our own lives, like reflecting on like, how did he provide this? And just through him moving the pieces, like, yeah, it's not just an adjective, but it's just like a being, like him, him doing mm-hmm. beautiful things. And then as we're striving to mirror him and become more like him, how are we then practicing those same virtues of mercy mm-hmm. and love and action and generosity? Um, I feel like goodness is kind of the one where it's like, you don't really hear someone be like, oh yeah, she's good. You hear like Glinda the Good Witch is like literally the only person I can ever think <laughs> of who was like, oh, they're good, right? Like you don't, you, people will say, oh, they're patient. They're hu- humble. They're like yeah. kind, they're joyful, but like they're good. And I think it's because it feels kind of like at what point do you become good? Good. <laughs> you know, like yeah. at what point are you, have you reached that level of goodness that we're trying, that we're trying to like imitate from God, mm-hmm. which is so encompassing and yeah, it requires so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I think too, though, Jane is like, I think there can be like, and also another identity trap of like, just being like the good Catholic girl Mm -hmm. or like good, whatever girl. Um, But just like goodness, I think cannot happen without humility. And I think like for me, like struggling with like, oh, I'm not the good Catholic girl if I don't do X, Y, and Z. But that's like a spirit of perfectionism, like not a fruit mm-hmm. of goodness. Like, yeah, that's a fruit of perfectionism, which is not great. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like yeah. striving for goodness, but then like you, you need the humility to know that like you're not going to make the best choices in life too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a journey towards it, right? Like mm-hmm. there are going to be moments where I think that as like, I think I'm a little bit of a people pleaser. And so like, mm-hmm. especially in moments when other people are disappointed in me, like I can allow that to shape how I act versus like, oh, I know this is the right thing to do. Even if it disappoints someone, like I'm doing the right thing. Um, mm-hmm. And that gets really tricky. Right. Cause yeah, I think that identity of like feeling like you want people to think you're you know, good. It's sometimes not actually going to lead you to real goodness, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like speaking the truth about something that can hurt people and, um, you know, create misunderstandings and disappointment and like all that. Right. Like it, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Wow. This is really good. I think we're, uh, <laughs> we're on our way to like defining this in such a cool <laughs> way. Um, do you think, so you've talked about your husband who you think really like lives this virtue well, which is so beautiful. We love that. Um, is there anyone else that you think that you kind of look to and be like, yeah, this is like a good kind of, um, I don't know, North star in terms of like how they're, how they're living goodness in their life. Yeah. I think of my Nana, um, 
she passed away around five or six years ago, but um, I think someone who embodies the fruit of goodness, like in turn, like other people also know their goodness. And she was just one of those people where she was a loving mom of six, like an amazing wife. She was a nurse and like delivered so many children into the world. Um, And yeah, just like how she embodied it, I think was just like in her humility and and, like, and just like serving others. Um, There was... I think like every single grandkid, I have like 30 plus cousins, like on this side of the family. It's insane. But I think every single grandkid like thought that they were her favorite. Like, mm-hmm. but I think that's just like, just because of how well she loved, like, wow. and yeah. like, yeah, when she, when she passed away, it wasn't like, I don't know. Like when you tell other people like, oh, my grandma passed away. I think it was just like, oh, like, I think like obviously like that sentence doesn't shock people but like I think for everyone in our family it's just like our beautiful good like Nana passed away um and I think it was just because of her her virtue and like the way that she loved and how she served others and like really sacrificed um but I think just yeah she juggled so much but Mm -hmm. every single person that she encountered felt so loved I remember at her memorial service um a stranger came up to me and she was just like I mean we we said like well you don't really like say that people like like that person's so good but like this person was like your nana was so good um she Mm -hmm. and she was saying like never in the time that I met her like did she say something horrible about a person like she was just like always saw like maybe this person didn't say the words but like she always saw the true good and beautiful in people um yeah and it's just like oh I believe I believe that in a second like yeah Mm. that's so beautiful and like what a witness right to a life of like doing God's will um Mm -hmm. and raising a family and doing a job that she you know clearly did very well and like through all of that being so consistently able to like see the goodness in others. And I think honestly, like being able to celebrate the goodness in others also points back to ourselves because it means like if we're being hard on ourselves and if we're, you know, not being able to like see the goodness that God's working in us, then we become critical and judgmental of everybody else. And so mm-hmm. often I think that, you know, it comes from relationship yeah. with God to be able to think, appreciate that and then pour it out. Yeah. And I think too, Jane is like not only seeing like the goodness in herself because then we can't see the goodness in ourselves if we don't see the goodness in God too. Mm-hmm. And so I think just relationally, if like if you can trust and believe that God is good, no matter the circumstance, then in turn, I think it's more easy to believe that like you are good. And then in turn, it's easier to believe that others are good too. Wow. Yeah. It's like so interconnected. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. Um, and I'm sorry about your Nana. That's, uh, you know, she's in heaven praying for us. Yeah. It, that's helpful for good. sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but still, so still, so Thank hard. You. Mm-hmm. Um, and what a legacy to leave, right? Like mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. Um, so as we're kind of thinking about, I know we've kind of had a few new definitions of goodness, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> what advice would you have to someone who's like striving to live this virtue better in their life? 
I think um probably just looking to our lady just like praying the rosary and just like asking Mary to pray for you and in it is like she just she's just a beautiful mom and like that's what she wants and I think I think where people can struggle in it is like why am I not going straight to Jesus like asking for these and on and on honesty like I think I like even I can even struggle with that question but I'm like but like from from just like going to Mary there's just like so much goodness there I guess mm-hmm. and just yeah I think that's like my my advice is just like go to Mary and like it always turns out better for me when I go to her asking her to go to Jesus than <laughs> me going straight to Jesus <laughs> yeah well, it's like, it's not even like an either or it's the both, right? It's, yeah. it's bringing your, what I found I've, um, kind of in recent years began, begun praying the rosary more consistently. And I find myself praying to Jesus, like with Mary almost. Mm, and that's yeah. been really good for me. I think, you know, in my own journey of like trying to understand Mary and, and appreciate her. Um, Mm -hmm. and just seeing all these holy people around me who love her so much being like, why do I not get this? Like, what is my problem? Um, Mm -hmm. and then entering into the rosary kind of out of an act of that kind of like goodness of sacrifice, right. Of like, I don't really get this, but I'm going to do it. Um, and having that same experience as you like, oh, there is goodness here. There's a peace here. And like, I feel like my prayer is far more efficacious, Mm -hmm. um, inner, like praying, praying with Mary to Jesus. Um, as like kind of my, my buddy in it. I'm sorry. I shouldn't probably call Mary my buddy, but you know, she's like a, like my mother in it. Yeah. (laughs) That's maybe more respectful. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's really good. Like the, um, have you watched the chosen at all or yes, I'm, I've been watching it very slowly, but yes. Yeah. Well, there's one scene where, well, a spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, but she, Mary Magdalene falls back to her old ways um in this episode and then what happens is she she comes back to like the disciples like where they're camping and stuff and then Mary meets her and Mary's just like we should go to Jesus and Mary Magdalene's like I I can't do it like all this stuff like and Mary's like I'll go with you and so Mm. just like and Mary's just like there with Jesus and Mary Magdalene as like they're speaking to each other and so I think just they just like yeah the way that they I think just um portrayed like Mary's role in the Christian life is just like yeah what intercession is of Mary like it's not Mary who's doing the healing it's not Mary who's like doing I don't know doing anything other than just like mm-hmm. loving her daughter where she's at and bringing her to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's good. I actually think I'm like one episode before that. Oh, so sorry, she, Mary Jane. Magdalene was starting to wander. No, 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 <laughs> but it's so good. I honestly, every time someone's like spoiler alert in the chosen, I was like, I'm pretty sure I read the gospels. Like, and it yeah. was happening, here. <laughs> but there, there have been a lot of beautiful little kind of nuances and, um, surprises in this show that I think have yeah. added to it um but yeah every time someone's like spoiler alert I'm like come on I know what's happening it's really here. Gospel. <laughs> we know he raises from the dead <laughs> I was like there's no spoilers here but um they do a beautiful job of depicting yeah. things so I would recommend it for for people who I'm not 
you know, the best at it. I'm still slowly making my way through season two, but, um, it's beautiful when I do take the time to watch it. Um, okay. Well, speaking of things that are working, working for us, like what is working for you lately? Um, let's see. I think one thing that's been really working for me is I have a small group of, um, and we, they're all, um, Christ and City alumni women who recently just got married. And that was like not the plan of the small group. Like it just all just happened that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think just like, yeah, finding people who are in similar like stages of life as you. Um, so all of us like transitioning like in the workforce now, like um, in our vocations. And I think just like what's been working for me there is just like having accountability um, to live goodness. Um, Like I see like how beautifully they like are witnesses in their own life or like how, like in their vocation, like how they love their husbands like so tenderly and like receive them. Um, And it inspires me to do the same thing. Um, So I think just like, yeah, like having a solid group of people to surround you, to help incur you in the good fight and just like yeah to receive you especially like when you're not you're not doing your best or like when you're like wow I can really grow in this area or like Mm -hmm. in faith right now like I'm really struggling but then to have like a group of women to just receive you in love and tenderness um without judgment Mm -hmm. that's what and I know that's like a sincere gift from the Lord because I know that's not everyone can like just like have that but I encourage people if if they do know people like that to just find a time each week every other week that's what we do every other week and just Mm -hmm. like make that time for each other yeah it's interesting this has been as I've been recording these episodes that's been such a, a theme I think and what's so cool is I know all of the women that I'm interviewing through some sort of community. Like we met mm-hmm. in a small group or a Bible study. And I just think that fighting the f- good fight, the good fight is, um, is hard <laughs> and it's hard alone. It's really hard alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think the enemy wants to get us alone so that he can, you know, get those identity lies in our heads and make us kind of despair that we mm-hmm. are capable of goodness or we are capable of these virtues. Um, and I love that you said that. Cause I do think that, you know, even if we feel like we're so busy and there's no time and there's too much, too many other things to do, like having a consistent, my Bible study was every other week too, that I hosted, mm-hmm. um, in New York and every other week is perfect because you kind of, you know, you're able to make that a commitment and, an um, and an intentional time to be with people who know you and love mm-hmm. you, um, and want the best for you. Right. And yeah. also want the best for your marriage. I think that's so important to have people yeah. around you who have the same view of marriage as you do, right? Mm-hmm. Who like all want to do it well, right? And to glorify mm-hmm. God. So that's also super cool to be with people in the same state of life with you, you know, whether it's like marriage or motherhood or like you're dating or single or whatever, like mm-hmm. having people around you who are going to encourage you to strive for virtue in that season with the unique challenges that are there um, mm-hmm. is, your, is such a blessing. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And I think just like, again, it helps you to know that you're not alone in different struggles too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My gosh. Well, I mean, speaking to you every time I speak to you is such a joy and I'm so grateful for you and your long enduring friendship. Um, and yeah, the, the ultimate like witness of goodness that you are in my life. 
Um, and so I'm really grateful that you said yes to this and that everyone's gotten to hear you, um, just share so much wisdom and, um, I'm really grateful for you. So thank you. Well, thank you, Jane. Yeah. It's always just such, it's such good. I, I mean, we just said like, oh, we use the word good in like <laughs> such an abstract way, but it's such a good time. Thanks for spending time with you. And yeah, hopefully people listening to it, like can get something from it. Cause I think we're still, we're still searching mm -hmm. a little bit what the fruit of goodness is, but yeah. I think it's a good start. It is a good start. So good. we'll take it as a good start. Um, good. Okay. Well, I love you a lot. <laughs> Thank you for all yeah, your time. Me too. All right. Bye, Jane. of the Sunday Monday show. If you liked it, if you enjoyed it, if you learned something, we would be so appreciative if you shared it with a friend, shoot it in a text, post it on social media, whatever you want to do. Sharing these episodes helps more people find them. And while you're doing that, if you could rate and review these episodes, that would also be so appreciated. If you're looking for more, you can follow us on Instagram at the Sunday Monday underscore or visit us online at www.thesundaymonday.co where we have tons of articles and free resources designed to help you be bold in your faith, work, and life. Until next time, thanks so much for being here. Get back to work. I love you all. Bye. Bye.